much do you really know about magic? Is your understanding somewhere along the lines of the party mage wiggles their fingers and direct happens? This might be the show for you. It's for you magical folks, too. Maybe you can get a look at the other side of the magical fence. Ever wanted to know how your adept buddies do their thing? Or the difference between a shaman and a hermetic? Or the finer parts of our art? Ever been in a mana ebb? Know what a background count is? We can tell you about that, too. I'm Autumn, though most refer to me in the shadows as Noodles. I'm a wolf shaman and a paracritter veterinarian by day, shadowrunner by night. And I'm Sergeant Butch. I taught myself magic as a kid through experimentation, trial and error, and a whole lot of reading on cold days in a Portland public library. I'm best described as a chaos mage, since my style of magic doesn't fit completely with any tradition, and I tend to borrow from what I observe. Welcome to Awakened, our little pirate broadcast about all things magical and mystical. Let's start with what the actual fuck is magic? Let's get scratching. Because I know some of you don't know at all where it comes from and why things do what they do. According to a certain blue, scaly, former UCAS president, magic's on a cycle in our world, and it comes back every few hundred years. As of 2012, we're in a time period where magic has returned to the Earth. According to theories from bigwigs all over the place, magic is some sort of fragile, flowy... I'm not gonna beat around the bush. Magic's difficult to understand. And I don't get paid to understand magic. I get paid to sling in a corpse egg. And let's get one thing straight, chum. We're not any of those bigwigs. I went to school to learn how to slice open a hellhound and live to tell the tale. Not speculate on how I make lightning appear in my hands. What we do know is that since magic returned, we mages have been regulated to hell and back. The Catholic Church damned us as servants of the devil up until a couple years ago, and if you don't cast a spell when the man says, do a magic trick, you face jail time. Bulldrick, I hear you scream, dear listener, and believe me, I think the same way. Well, fortunately for you, chum, we can assume that you're smart enough to know that you don't need the man's permission to sling mojo. You're like us, a free spirit. Not to be confused with the likes of, uh, Buttercup, uh, you know, actual free spirits. So sit down, make yourself a cup of soy calf, or if you're lucky enough to actually have some taste, real coffee, and listen to us while we fill you on on how all this magic shit works. So here's what we came up with for some magical basics. Magic manifests itself in three core ways. Spells, spirits, and adept powers. One could argue that adept powers are in a similar category as spells, but we'll save that for another episode. Spells are probably the most ubiquitous of the three, as they're usable by shamans, hermetics, and mystic adepts. Spells are the caster channeling magic through themselves to create a desired effect. Whether it's an enhanced punch with knockout, or making everyone drop their dreck with hot potato, a spell is the caster's will incarnate. Spirits are the next type of magical manifestation. Spirits are basically sapient chunks of magic, and that's putting it very crudely that you can politely ask to do a solid for you. <sighs> different traditions use different types of spirits for different jobs. As a shaman, I prefer beast spirits to aid me in combat, for instance. Uh, the type of spirit you summon is often connected to where you are in the world, so pay attention. And I'll yak about that in a later show, because there is so much 
about location when it comes to magic. You don't even know. The last way magic has shown itself is through adept powers. Uh, my brother is an adept, and the way he describes this to me is that the magic is always on and is always working in little ways to aid him in whatever they're doing. They can enhance your natural strength, uh, you can catch bullets, you can heal faster, and do some really crazy stuff like running on walls and disguising your voice in ways you really just could never with just, you know, messing around with your actual vocal cords. So those are the things we do, but what about the how? The answer to this lies in magical traditions. The two most basic divisions you hear about are hermetic mages and shamans. However, there are loads more out there. The gist of it is that the way you manifest magic is usually heavily tied to your beliefs. If you're a religious type, that's probably how you make things happen. I know a Christian mage out there who summons spirits by singing hymns, and that dreck is just as scary as it is awe-inspiring. As for the both of us, I call myself a shaman because of the way I view magic. To me, Magic is my link to and a gift from Mother Earth, and she gives me the flow of my mojo. Magic is my way of seeking balance between what I want to do and what nature wills. As a result, a lot of what I do is focused on summoning spirits. The relationship folks like me have to spirits is out of a mutual respect. I ask the spirit to do me a favor, not command them to complete a task. I treat a spirit like I would my own grandmother with reverence and just so much respect. The spirits talk to each other, you know, and if you mistreat one spirit, they will find out and your life will be made all the harder. Technically speaking, I'm considered a hermetic mage. My magic doesn't come from spirits or from a balance between my own energy and nature or whatever. It comes from study and practice. In fact, I try to avoid using spirits in my magic altogether because, well, to put it simply, spirits and I don't get along. All that to say, magic is extremely individual. The way it manifests will be different for each magician you meet. If you have any questions for either of us or any topics you want covered, you can send us some matrix mail at awakenedpod at gmail.com. But until next time, Good running, and keep a watchful eye on the astral. Our music was provided by Marshall Parker, remixed by Unanimum88, and the main theme, Dark Passageway, off the album Midnight Broadcasts Volume 2, is by Two Mellow. You can check out Two Mellow's Bandcamp at twomellowmakes.bandcamp.com. There's also a link in the show notes. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission for us to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Awakened, a six-world shadowcast in any official capacity whatsoever. It's really simple, guys. Just source your shit.